brother. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you are connected from. I want to welcome everyone to another section of Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. First, I would like to thank our highly esteemed sister Amarakma and esteemed co-host for the opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayer. The prayer points as we posted on the chat group today as we continue to pray for an impactful time with the Lord in the 2023 IPPC. Our scripture reading is taken from Psalm chapter 118, verse 27 and 29. ESV translation I read. The Lord is God, and he has made his light to shine upon us. Bind the first sacrifice with cords up to the ones of the altar. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Esteemed family, with a grateful heart, thank the Lord for all, all the answers we have received during the course of praying, praising, and fellowshipping with saints and with the Lord in the 2023 IPPC. Affirm that the Lord and teachings that the word and teachings that we have received from God's elect during the conference will produce tremendous results that will cause nations to come to repentance and testify of God's goodness to the ends of the world. Pray fervently in the matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Mercy, family, let's kindly unmute your mic and begin to pray in tongues of the Spirit using the above prayer points. Kalia, <laughs> with a grateful heart we thank you oh lord for the word that you have received during this 2023 IPPC, the world is producing results in our lives already. Many will testify, many will testify because of the word of God in our alive and they will come back they will come back to give testimony and also to give their life to Christ because our life will project the perfect the perfect subjection the perfect will of God to the world we bless your holy name because you are God thank you Lord for answering our prayer for in Jesus the most beautiful name we have prayed amen thank you so much esteemed sister for the opportunity to lead. Thank you, Esteem family, for being part of today's intercessory prayer. Thank you for the changes you are causing around the world. Thank you, Esteem prayer team, for the sacrifice and labor of love. God bless you. Right now, I will hand over to the praise and worship team for the next section. Thank you all and do enjoy the rest of the devotion. Over to you, praise and worship team.
What manner of love is this? You sacrificed the life you died for me. You proved your love. Thinking about the length you went and the victories you wrote in hell for me. I'm grateful, Lord. What manner of love is this? You sacrificed your life, you died for me. You proved your love. Thinking about the length you went and the victories you wrote in hell for me. I am grateful, Lord, for I was crucified with you, even though I live, it's no longer I who lives, and I am fused as one with you. This life I live and consciously and consciously, oh Lord, in you I live by your fear. I live, oh Lord, my God, in you I live and move and have my being. In your name, I live, oh Lord, my God. Oh Lord, in you I live. By your fear, I live, oh Lord, my God. In you I live. And move and have my being in your name. I live, oh Lord, my God. Oh, thank you, Lord, for your name, Oh, every day of my life on earth is a manifestation of your finished works in me it's all by your grace i keep fighting the fight of faith cause all you did for me was not in vain I'm grateful, Lord, every day of my life on earth is a manifestation of your finished works in me. It's all by your grace. I keep fighting the fight of faith because all you did for me was not in vain. I am grateful, Lord, for I was crucified with you, even though I live, it's no longer I who lives, and I am fused as one with you. This life I live, and consciously and consciously, oh Lord, in you I live by your fear. I live, oh Lord, my God, in you I live and move and have my being. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In you we move, in you we live, in you we have our being. 
We live by your faith, O oh God. Faith that recognizes no barrier. Faith that makes the impossible possible. Faith that moves mountains. Thank you, Lord, for the word of faith that you bring to us every day. For faith comes by hearing. Even as we hear the word today, our faith is built up. And yes, as the word builds us up, it delivers unto us our inheritance. In the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. It's a beautiful Sunday morning in the month of November. Those attending IPPC, happy IPPC week. Today is the 19th of November 2023, and we are going to be reviewing the Rhapsody of Realities together. Comrade Martins, thank you for the prayers, and Sister Motinta, thank you for the worship segment. Praise God. Build and use your own faith is the title of today's devotional article. This article is inspiring, this article is encouraging, and this article is instructive. And he said unto them, where is your faith? And he said unto him, where is your faith? And he said unto her, where is your faith? So could this be a direct question to somebody here today? Build and use your own faith. And he said unto them, where is your faith? Luke 8 and verse 25. Sometimes as long as you are under the cover of someone else, that person may exercise authority over you and your circumstances, and it will produce results to a certain degree. For example, as a young Christian many years ago, I went on a trip with a friend of mine and a couple of others. We had some preaching engagement. This happened at a time when I used to experience serious stomach problems. So while we are on this trip, I wouldn't eat anything because I would throw up whatever I ate within a few minutes of eating it. It had to I had to watch others eat until my friend who couldn't take it anymore asked me, Are you fasting? I opened up and explained the situation to him and he said to me, In that case, as long as we are together on this trip, you will not have any problem with your stomach. Eat. I yielded myself immediately to his words, more like riding on his faith, and started eating normally. And guess what? There was no problem throughout the trip. But when I got back home, the very first thing I had eaten, I threw it all up. The stomach trouble resurfaced. I understood exactly what happened. I submit my, submitted myself to my friend's authority throughout that journey, and it worked. But that's just how far such faith can go in helping you deal with life issues. Would you like me to read this part again? But that's just how far such faith can go in helping you deal with life issues. I realized I had to put my own faith to work. And when I did, I got the victory. You've got to keep growing your own faith by increasing your knowledge of the word and strengthening it by putting it to work. Life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. That was the message of yesterday, right? Life is spiritual. And you're responsible for your life, the things that happen with you. Life is spiritual. And you are responsible for your life, the things that happen with you. When the disciples ran to Jesus in desperation during the turmoil on the sea, as read in our, in our theme verse, Jesus asked them, where is your faith? 
He made them realize that they could have done something about the situation without necessarily coming to him. It makes no difference what has happened or is happening with your finances, job, health, or in any area of your life. Don't fret or cry for help. Use your faith. Declare words of faith. The Bible says, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. With your faith affirmations, you can repair, arrange, and reconstruct things and circumstances to synchronize with God's perfect will for your life. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, one of the things that stand out in today's article is pastor's testimony. To think that our amazing, this, what's the word I want to use right now? This world most celebrated healing minister, <laughs> our dear man of God, Pastor Chris, there was a time his tummy would trouble him and he had he had to somebody had to tell him, Don't worry, it's when you are with me, nothing will happen to you. This healing minister that is telling the demon out, healed. You are free. That is liberating people from all over the world. Billions are getting healed through him. There was one time in his life when he also had to believe to be healed. What does that draw for us as a lesson? It tells you that it doesn't matter where you are today. You can grow to become a wonder. You can grow from that one that is needing healing to be the one that is healing others. That's a major lesson from today's, a major takeout from today's devotional article. Is somebody listening to me? If you, I, I hope that caught your attention too because it caught my attention. The world-renowned healing minister today Number one healing ministry in the world today. At some point in pastor's life, he had issues with stomach pain and he could not do anything about it. And he's teaching us the principle that he applied. He's telling you that if you put yourself, if you, if you put the word into you, if you do this meditation that we're seeing while meditating, for those of you that were IPPC, at IP, that are at IPPC, did you hear the things that pastor was teaching about eternal life? When we started this journey, the Lord told us, he said, if you would meditate on eternal life, he said it would be the end of sickness. Exactly pastor's words yesterday. Exactly his words yesterday. So, pastor is telling you that if you would give attention to project a message a day, some of you need to go beyond a message. Maybe some of you would move to project two messages, project three messages. Project messages a day. You are inundating and bombarding your spirit with the word of God. You are increasing in the knowledge of God on a constant. Then you are meditating. You are agreeing with the word. That word that you have heard. The circumstances concerning that matter doesn't look like it, but you say, God, this is your word, I believe. I stand with you and not with the doctor. I stand with you and not with the industry speculation. I stand with you and not with the economy experts. I stand with you. You wish above all things that I dwell in health and I prosper. I live in health all the days of my life. My business prospers. Everything that I lay upon, lay my hands upon prospers. I have financial and material prosperity. You are meditating on the word of God that has come to you. But you've got to know the word. The word has got to come to you first for you to be able to agree with it. So that's the first takeout from the message of the article today. 
you that you are needing that thing today can become the free distributor of that thing today. You that you are struggling to pay rent today can become the one paying rent for many others tomorrow. And I say tomorrow in a very short time this year. Look at what Pastor said in the last paragraph. He said, with your faith affirmations, your faith affirmations, as as the affirmations you say in your time of meditation, as you meditate on the word, we gave you 1,000 times a day. Your faith affirmations, you can repair, you can arrange, you can reconstruct things and circumstances. Anything can change. You just have to make up your mind that you are not giving up. You're not giving up, you're not giving in. You either have a testimony or you have a testimony. You either have testimonies or you have testimonies. And the word of God that you're putting into you to make you a wonder, it will make you a wonder. Tell yourself, look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself who you are in Christ and the direction your life will go. Brothers and sisters, this next ministry here, those that know you, those that know you, those that know you, we have the testimony that this is not the person that I know. This is not the Dr. Kell I've known for the last 15 years. No, no, this is not her. This is not the same sister, Desi. How we grew up together now. Our house was beside each other. Are you saying Desi? Wait, wait, Agu Desi? No, it's not the same person. Because you'll be a wonder to the world. You'll be a wonder to those that have known you all your life. You'll be a wonder to your colleagues. You'll be a wonder to your neighbor. There we have the testimony that things have changed dramatically. There we have the testimony that God has blessed this one supremely. Macarius means to be supremely blessed of God. It is the kind of blessing that we got in Christ. Macarius. Supremely blessed, transcendentally blessed, supernaturally blessed. That will be the testimony of your life. And I prophesy to you, between now and the end of this year, between now and December, many of you, you will see dramatic testimonies. You will see things that you yourself would wonder if this is you and if this is real. For the word of God that you are putting to you, this month, these days, these weeks, and these years, they are producing in you, producing for you, producing with you, producing about you, producing through you, all that they talk about. These are days of the miraculous. These are days where impossible is made possible. These are days of wondrous exploit. These are days of marvelous marvels. This is the day, the day that the Lord has made for you. You rejoice and you are glad in it. This is the day of wonders, of miracles, of signs, of blessings. This is your day. You shall amass testimonies. Heavenly Father, we thank you. The words that we have spoken consistently, the words of affirmation, affirmations of faith, the words spoken in our times of meditation. Alas, the time has come for the fulfillment thereof. It is unto us as we have said through the months, through the weeks, through these days, oh God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are gracious and you are kind. Glory to your name forevermore. Amen. Praise God. Brothers and sisters, return with your testimony. Walk the word. Walk it, walk it, walk it for you. Walk it for you. Tell yourself. Today, 19th of, of November, between now and 31st of December, I'm moving, I'm moving, 
I'm returning with testimonies. I'm, I'm causing the miraculous to come to bear on their fears and circumstances of my life. I would have a testimony in every area. There will not be an area that I will not have a testimony. It's a season where everything happens. Everything happened. Everything happened. The Lord exceeded my expectation. Oh, I testify that it happened according to the word of the Lord. And he exceeded my expectations. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I hand over to esteemed pastor in here for the next segment. God bless you all. Have the, a great time in service today. Thank you, Mom, for the this segment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone depending on where you are connected from. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion. And I'll start with the further studies. Hallelujah. Mark eleven twenty three. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Hebrews 10, 38. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Matthew 17, 20. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Praise the Lord. Please let's take the confession together. It makes no difference what has happened or is happening around me with the word of God on my lips. I repair, arrange, and reconstruct things in line with God's perfect will, with my faith. I free my life in the path of glory and excellence. I'm healthy and strong. Glory to God. Praise God. We'll go over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are in the book of James, chapter 2. We'll take that to chapter 3. Praise the Lord. Caption, the royal rule of love. My dear friends, don't let public opinion influence how you live out your glorious Christ-originated faith. If a man enters your church wearing an expensive suit and a street person wearing a comes in right after him and you say to the man in suit, sit here, sir, this is the best seat in the house and either ignore the street person or say, better sit here in the back row haven't you segregated God's children and proved that you are judges who can't be trusted? Listen, dear friends, isn't it clear by now that God operates quite differently? He chose the words down and out as a kingdom first citizen with full rights and privileges. This kingdom is promised to anyone who loves God. And here you are abusing these citizens. It isn't in the high and mighty who exploits you who used the cause to rob you blind? Aren't they the ones who scorned the new name Christian using your baptisms? You do well where you complete the royal rule of, of the scriptures. Love others as you love yourself. But if you play up to those who so-called important people, you go against the rule and start convicted by it. You can't pick and choose in these things, specializing in keeping one or two things in God's law and ignoring the others. The same God who said don't commit adultery also said don't murder. If you don't commit adultery and go ahead and murder, do you think your non-adultery will cancel out your murder? No, you are a murderer, period. Talk and act like a person expecting to be judged by the rule that sets us free. For if you refuse to act kindly, you can hardly expect to be treated kindly. Kindness wins over harsh judgments every time. Caption, faith in action. Dear friends, do you think you'll get anywhere in this if you learn all the right words but never do anything? It's merely talking about faith indicates that a person really has it. For instance, if you come upon an old friend dressed in rags and half-starved and say, good morning, friend, be clothed in Christ, 
be filled with the Holy Spirit and walk off without providing so much as a coat or a cup of soup. Where does that get you? Isn't it obvious that God, God, talk without God, that is outrageous nonsense? I'll take that, please. Isn't that obvious that God talk without God's act is outrageous nonsense? I can already hear one of you agreeing by saying, sounds good. We take care of the faith department. I will handle the works department. Not so fast. You can no more show me your works apart from your faith than I can show you my faith apart from my works. Faith and works, works and faith, fits together hand in glove. Do I hear you prophesying to believe in the only one God? But then observe you complacently sitting back as if you had done not something wonderful. That's just great. Demons do that. But what good does it do to them? Use your head. Do you suppose for a minute that you can cut faith and works in two and not end up with a corpse on your hands? Wasn't our ancestors Abraham made right with God by works when he placed his son Isaac on the sacrificial altar? Isn't it obvious that faith and works are yoke partners, that faith expresses itself in works, that the works are works of faith, the full meaning of belief in the scripture sentence, Abraham believed God and was set right with God, includes his action. It's that wave of believing and acting that God Abraham named God's friend. Is it not evident that a person is made right with God, not by a barren faith, but by faith fruitful in works? The same with Rahab, the Jericho harlot. Wasn't her action in hiding God's spies and helping them escape that seamless unity of believing and doing what counted with God? The very moment you separate body and spirit, you end up with a corpse. Separate faith and works, and you get the same thing, a corpse. Chapter 3. Caption. When you open your mouth, don't be in any rush to become a teacher, my friends. Teaching is highly responsible work. Teachers are held to the strictest standards and none of us is perfectly qualified. We get it wrong nearly every time we open our mouths. If you could find someone whose speech was perfectly true, you did have a perfect person, in perfect control of life. A bet in the mouth of a horse controls the whole horse. A small ruder on a huge ship in the hands of a skilled captain sets a course in the face of the strongest winds. A word out of your mouth may seem of no account, but it can accomplish nearly anything or destroy it. It only takes a spark, remember, to set off a forest fire. A carelessly or wrongly placed word out of your mouth can do that. By our speech, we can ruin the world, turn harmony to chaos, throw mud on a reputation, and send the whole world up in a smoke and go up in smoke with it, smoke right from the pit of hell. This is scary. You can tame a tiger, but you can't tame a tongue. It's never been done. The tongue runs wild, a wanton killer. With our tongues, we bless God. Our Father, with the same tongue, we curse the very men and women he has made in his image, curses and blessings out of the same mouth. My friends, this can go on. A spring doesn't gush fresh water one day and brackish the next, does it? Apple trees don't bear strawberries, do they? Raspberry bushes do not bear apples, do they? You're not going to dip into a polluted mud hole and get a cup of clear, cold, cold, cool water, are you? Do you want to be counted wise? Build a reputation for wisdom. Here is what you do. Live well, live wisely, live humbly. Praise the Lord. We've come to the end of today's New Testament reading and say a big thank you to Sam Samaka for this opportunity. To have a political song to everybody, God bless you. God bless you too, esteemed Pastor Inye. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from. 
I'd like to start by thanking this and Sister Marka for this great opportunity to take us through the Old Testament reading of our one-year Bible reading plan. Thank you so very much, Ma, for an amazing Rhapsody exhortation. Yes, I put my faith to work. Thank you, Esteem Pastor Nini, once again. Today, we'll be reading the book of Ezekiel, chapters 20 and 21. Glory to God. Ezekiel, chapter 20. Caption. Get rid of all the things you've become addicted to. In the seventh year, the fifth month, on the tenth day of the month, some of the leaders of Israel came to ask for guidance from God. They sat down before me. Then God's message came to me, son of man, talk with the leaders of Israel. Tell them, God, the master says, have you come to ask me questions? As sure as I am the living God, I will not put up with questions from you. Decree of God, the master. Son of man, why don't you do it? Yes, <clears throat> go ahead. Hold them accountable. Confront them with the outrageous obscenities of their parents. Tell them that God, the master says, on the day I chose Israel, I revealed myself to them in the country of Egypt, raising my hand in a solemn oath to the people of Jacob, in which I said, I am God, your personal God. On the same day that I raised my hand in the solemn oath, I promised them that I would take them out of the country of Egypt and bring them into a country that I have searched out just for them, a country flowing with milk and honey, a jewel of a country. At that time, I told them, get rid of all the vile things that you've become addicted to. Don't make yourselves filthy with the Egyptian no-God idols. I alone am God, your God. But they rebelled against me, wouldn't listen to a word I said. None got rid of the vile things they were addicted to. They held on to the no-gods of Egypt as if for dear life. I seriously considered con inflicting my anger on them in force right there in Egypt. Then I thought better of it. I acted out of who I was, not by how I felt. Oh, glory to God. That's God speaking. <laughs> oh, wow. And I acted in a way that will evoke honor, not blasphemy, from the nations around them. Nations who had seen me reveal myself by promising to lead my people out of Egypt. And then I did it. I led them out of Egypt into the desert. I gave them laws for living, showed them how to live well and obediently before me. I also gave them my weekly holy rest days, my Sabbaths, a kind of signpost erected between me and them to show them that I, God, am in the business of making them holy. But Israel rebelled against me in the desert. They didn't follow my statutes. They despised my laws for living well and obediently in the ways I had set out. And they totally desecrated my holy Sabbath. I seriously considered unleashing my anger on them right there in the desert. But I thought better of it and acted out of who I was, not by what I felt so that I might be honored and not blasphemed by the nations who had seen me bring them out. But I, did, but I did lift my hand in a solemn oath there in the desert and promised them that I would not bring them into the country flowing with milk and honey that I had chosen for them, that dwell among all lands. I canceled my promise because they despised my laws for living obedient, wouldn't follow my statutes, and went ahead and desecrated my holy Sabbath. They preferred living by their no-God idols, but I didn't go all the way. I didn't wipe them out. Didn't finish them off in the desert. Then I addressed myself to their children in the desert. Don't do what your parents did. Don't take up their practices. Don't make yourselves filthy with no God idols. I myself am God, your God. Keep my statutes and live by my laws. Keep my Sabbaths as holy rest days. Sign posts between me and you signaling that I am God, your God. 
verse 22. But the children also rebelled against me. They neither followed my statutes nor kept my laws for living upright and well. And they desecrated my Sabbaths. I seriously considered dumping my anger on them right there in the desert. But I thought better of it and acted out of who I was, not by what I felt, so that I might be honored and not blasphemed by the nations who had seen me bring them out. <clears throat> That's the third time the Lord is saying that in the same chapter. But I didn't lift my hand in solemn oath there, but I did lift my hand in solemn oath there in the desert and swore that I would scatter them all over the world, disperse them every which way because they didn't keep my laws nor live by my statutes. They desecrated my Sabbath and remained addicted to no God idols of their parents. Since they were determined to live bad lives, I myself gave them statutes that could not produce goodness and laws that did not produce life. I abandoned them, filthy in the gutter. They perversely sacrificed their firstborn children in the fire. The very, or, the, very horror should, the very horror should have shocked them into recognizing that I am God. Therefore, speak to Israel, son of man. Tell them that God saves. As if that wasn't enough, your parents further insulted me by betraying me when I brought them into that land that I had solemnly promised with my unpraised with my unpraised hand to give them. Every time they saw a hill with a sex and religion shrine on it or a groove of trees where, they, where the sacred horse practiced, they, they were there buying into the whole pagan system. I said to them, what hill do you go to? It's still called Paul Hills. Therefore, say to Israel, the message of God, the master, you're making your lives filthy by copying the ways of your parents. Sorry. You're making your lives filthy by copying the ways of your parents. In repeating their vile practices, you've become whores yourselves. In burning your children as sacrifices, you've become as filthy as your no-God idols as recently as today. Am I going to put up with questions from people like you, Israel? As sure as I am the living God, I, God, the master, refuse to be called into question by you. What you're secretly thinking is never going to happen. You're thinking, we are going to be like everybody else, just like the other nations. We are going to worship God we can make and control. As sure as I am the living God, says God the master, think again with a mighty show of strength and terrifying rush of anger. I will be, the, I will be king over you. I'll bring you back from the nations, collect you out of the countries to which you've been scattered with a mighty show of strength and a terrifying rush of anger. I'll bring you to the desert of nations and haul you into court where you'll be face to face with judgment. As I faced your parents with judgment in the days of Egypt, so I'll face you with judgment. I'll scrutinize and search every person as you arrive. And I'll bring you under the bond of the covenant. I'll cut out the rebels and traitors. I'll lead them out. I'll lead them out of their exile, but I won't bring them back to Israel. Then you realize that I am God. But you, people of Israel, this is the message of God, the master, to you. Go ahead, serve your no-God idols. But later, you think better of it and quit throwing filth and mud on me with your pagan offerings and no-God idols. For on my holy mountain, the high mountain of Israel, I, God, the master, tell you that the entire people of Israel worship me. I'll receive them there with open arms. I'll demand your best gifts and offerings, all your holy sacrifices. What's more, I'll receive you as the best kind of offerings when I bring you back from all the lands and countries in which you've been scattered. 
I'll demonstrate in the eyes of the world that I am the holy. When I return you to the land of Israel, the land that I solemnly promised with on up with upraised, upraised arm to give to your parents, you realize that I am God. Then and there you will remember all that you've done, the way you've lived that has made you so filthy, and you loot yourselves. But dear Israel, you also realize that I am God when I respond to you out of who I am, not by what I feel about the evil lives you lead, the corrupt history you've compiled, decree of God the Master. <clears throat> Caption, nobody will put out the fire. God's message came to me, son of man, face south, let the message roll out against the south, prophesy against the wilderness forest of the south. Tell the forest of the south, listen to the message of God, God the master, says, I'll set a fire in you that will burn up every tree, dead trees and live trees alike. Nobody will put out the fire. The whole country from south to north will be blackened by it. Everyone is going to see that I, God, scattered the fire and that it's going to be put out. And I said, oh God, everyone is saying to me, he just makes up stories. Chapter 21. <laughs> Caption, a sword, a sword. God's message came to me, son of man, now face Jerusalem and let the message roll out against the sanctuary. Prophesy against the land of Israel. Say, God's message, I'm against you. I'm pulling my sword from its sheath and killing both the wicked and the righteous. Because I'm treating everyone the same, good and bad. Everyone from south to north is going to feel my sword. Everyone will know that I mean business. So, son of man, groan. They see all this groaning, this carrying, this carrying on. See, because of the news that's coming, it will knock the breath out of everyone. Hearts will stop cold. Knees will knees turn to rubber because yes, it's coming. No stopping it. Decree of God the Master. God's message came to me, son of man, prophesy. Tell them the master says, a sword, a sword, razor sharp and polished, sharpened to kill, polished to flash like lightning. My child, you've despised the scepter of Judah by worshipping every tree idol. The sword is made to glisten, to be held and brandished. It's sharpened and polished, ready to be brandished by the killer. Yell out and will, son of man, the sword is against my people, the princes of Israel, and my people abandoned to the sword. Ring, ring your hands, tear out your head. Testing comes. Why have you despised discipline? You can't get around it. Decree of God, the master. So prophesy, son of man. Clap your hands. Get their attention. Tell them that the sword's coming down. Once, twice, three times. It's a sword to kill. A sword for a massacre. A sword relentless. A sword inescapable. People collapsing right and left. Going down like dom dominoes. I've stationed a murderous sword at every gate in the city, flashing like lightning, brandished murderously, cut to the right, thrust to the left, murderous, sharp-edged sword. Then I'll clap my hands, a signal that my anger is spent. I, God, have spoken. God's message came to me, son of man, lay out two roads for the sword of the king of Babylon to take. Start them from the same place. Place a signpost at the beginning of each road. Post one sign to mark the road of the sword to Rabbah of the Ammonites. Post the order to mark the road to Judah and forth Jerusalem. The king of Babylon stands at the fork in the road and he decides by divination which of the two roads to take. He draws, he draws straws. He throws good dice. He examines a goat's liver. 
he opens his right hand, the omen says, head for Jerusalem. So he's on his way with battering, with battering rams, rose to kill, sounding the battle cry, pounding down city gates, building siege wall walks to the Judah leaders who themselves have sworn oaths. It will seem like a false divination, but he will remind them of their guilt. And so they will be captured. So this is what God, the master says, because your sin is now out in the open too. So everyone can see what you've been doing. You'll be taken captive. O Zedekiah, blasphemous and evil prince of Israel, time's up. It's punishment's payday. God says, take your royal crown off your head. No more business as usual. The underdog will be promoted and the top dog will be demoted. Ruined, ruined, ruined. I'll turn the whole place into ruined and ruined it will remain until the one comes who has a right to it. Then I'll give it to him. But son of man, your job is to prophesy. Tell them this is the message from God, the master, against the Ammonites and against these cruel taunts. The sword, the sword, bad to kill, sharp as a razor, flashing like lightning. Despite false sword propaganda circulated in Ammon, the sword will sever Ammonites' necks, for whom its punishments pay day. Return the sword to the sheet. I'll judge you in your home country, in the land where you grew up. I'll empty out my wrath in you, breathe hot anger down your neck. I'll give you to vicious men skilled to torture, skilled in torture. You'll end up as stove hood. Corpses will litter your land. Not so much as a memory will be left of you. I, God, have said so. Wow, what a read. Glory to God, hallelujah. And that's just the end of Old Testament reading. Thank you once again, Esim Sisamaka. And now, family, we'll now move on to the affirmation. The affirmation is on the screen. Please kindly unmute your mic so we can take the affirmation together. Well, in the name Thank you. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, esteemed family. Please be reminded that the affirmation is on the Telegram group. You might kindly download it and take it during your personal time. Once again, I'd like to thank the esteemed Sister Marka for this great opportunity. I'll now hand over to the meditation team. Do have a prolific Sunday, everyone, and God bless you. Thank you very much, esteemed Brother Emmanuel. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Marka, for the opportunity to take the meditation segment today. Today is the 19th of, October, of November, 2023, and our theme is Eternal Life, Pleasures Evermore. Eternal Life, Pleasures Evermore. And our scripture for meditation today is Psalm 16, verse 11. We are meditating on scripture morning and night. Our say it's 1,000 times a day is I'm alive, I'm alive, and I'm alive. We are saying that 500 times and we are saying in my path is life. We are also saying that 500 times. The message for the day is life is spiritual. And you can find that on the Telegram channel, Project a Message a Day. And we are reading the book of Proverbs chapter 19. We also have um, a Telegram channel for that where you can drop your contributions and um, the administrations you get from the book of Proverbs. As we are worshiping for 15 to 30 minutes with the song In You I Live by Minister Chuka and the Love Watch Singers. And we, we are reading the book, The Powerful Principles of Increase, pages 73 to 80. Our scripture for meditation today is Psalm 16, verse 11, the TPT version. And it says, Because of you, I know the path of life. As I taste the fullness of joy in your presence, at your right side, I experience divine pleasures evermore. So because of God, we know the path of life. We have eternal life because of our Lord Jesus Christ. And as a result, we have tasted the fullness of joy. Fullness, not half measure. We have the fullness of joy. As we meditate on this scripture, joy wears up in our hearts. And we can see that at the right side of God, we experience divine pleasures evermore. A lot of people do desire pleasures. And so they try to get it from different places. But as we have internal life, we can see that we experience divine pleasures. Pleasure is a fundamental feeling that is hard to define, but that people desire to experience. A lot of people desire to experience it. And as we have internal life, we have that pleasure we experience pleasure and the beautiful thing is that it is forevermore so it's not for a season it is not seasonal pleasure is comfort is delight is enjoyment is pleasantness is joy is excitement is jubilation is high spirit and that's what we have been promised in the life that we have in christ and it is forevermore so there is no downtime for us as as Christians, there's no downtime for us as children of God. So as we meditate on these scriptures, let's, let's be thankful and let us speak these words into our spirits. Glory to God. Um, we'll take the affirmation, the last affirmation. Kindly unmute, let's kindly unmute our mics as we take the life affirmation. My name is Igodesi Onoja. The, the, it's on the screen, um, screen, it's been displayed on the screen, so you can please unmute your mics as we take the live affirmation. My name is Agudesi Onoja, 
Glory to God, glory to God, we have the life of Christ. So at this time, we will be going into the communion session. And our scripture is taken from 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which, which also I delivered unto him, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Father, we thank you for your body that has been broken for us. As a result, we cannot be broken. We can never be broken. Thank you for internal life. Thank you for this life which you have freely given unto us. Father, we thank you. And we declare in the name of Lord Jesus that anything that is seemingly broken in our lives, by virtue of the bread that we take today, it is made whole in the name of the Lord Jesus. You can please break the bread, break the bread and take it. After the same manner also, he took the cup and when he had stopped saying, this cup is a new testament in my blood. Do this ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he comes. Lord, we thank you for your blood that has been poured out unto us. Thank you for eternal life. Thank you, Lord, as we take this cup, it takes out everything that is not of you in us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for your pleasures that you have given unto us, which we experience evermore. Father, as we take this cup, we declare, Lord, that anything that is not of you is washed out of us in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for eternal life that you have given to us by virtue of your blood that was poured out for us in the name of the Lord Jesus. We can take the cup, please. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take this segment. I hand over to the celebration team. Thank you, Ma. Thank you so, so much, esteemed Ma. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, Ma, for the opportunity to handle tonight, to, today's um, celebration segment. And thank you as well to Pastor Deborah, Ma, for the opportunity to stand and fire. Hallelujah, right now, we're going straight into the celebration segment. If today is your birthday, the birthday of a loved one, or a special event or special occasion you'd like us to celebrate with you, please do let us know in the chat room. And as well, if today is your first time of joining us here and inspired by the word, you're very much welcome. Please do let us know in the chat room. Tell us your full name, what state or city you are connected from. If you are connected from within Nigeria, and if you are connected from outside of Nigeria, please let us know the name of the country. And of course, who invited you? Do we have any celebrants in the house? Okay, esteemed Sister Larato says, today is my cell leader's birthday. His name is Brother Tatenda. Happy, happy birthday to Brother Tatenda. Any other celebrants in the house? Okay, esteemed Fahin Tola says, today is my grandmother's birthday. She is 88 years old. Wow, amazing. Happy, happy birthday to your grandmother. We celebrate her today. Okay, any other celebrants in the house? 
Can I quickly pray for our celebrants? Mantelo, Fradija, Valakesu, Fraktalia. Precious Father, we thank you for those celebrating today. Lord, we thank you because their lives are an expression of your love. They keep basking in grace. They enjoy eternal life. Mantale, Krosiva, Antalaha. They are victorious in all they do. They are blessed in abundance. Manto, Shila, Vahaski, Jalahanda. They dominate and proliferate in all ramifications of life. Mantale, Krosiva, Antalaha, Shila, Bahunteliga, Baha. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Okay. Um, do we have any first timers in the house? Okay, we have our different platforms that have been shared. If you haven't joined any of them, please do endeavor to join our um groups as well. Sister Glennis has um shared her number to the group. Please, those celebrating today, please do reach out to her so that we can celebrate you further. Okay, so that Shirima says yesterday was my niece's birthday. Her name is Amazing Grace. Happy, happy birthday to your niece. Bless and increase your niece. Thank you, precious Father. Okay, right now, I'd quickly pray over our offerings. Um, if you're joining us for the first time, please remember that this is not a church. So we give our offerings through ourselves and our churches. Manto, Seliva, Antakaya. Precious Father, thank you for those giving their offerings today. Their offerings are blessed, sanctified by the Spirit and acceptable unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over is poured into their bosom by men and by angels. In all channels, by all channels in the name of our Lord Jesus. All they do is unto abundance, unto prosperity and unto wealth. They will never know no lack. They will never know no want. In Jesus' precious name we've prayed. Amen. Okay, just a few announcements. We still have the hangout on Monday, the 20th, which is tomorrow. So if you want to be a part of it and you're joining the IPPC, please do reach out to the um, co-hosts to be a part of it. And um, once again, thank you so much, Justine Sister Amaka, for the opportunity to handle the celebration segment. Thank you as well, Pastor Deborah, for the opportunity to stand in for you. And thank you to all our co-hosts for all the different segments held. And thank you, esteemed family, for being a part of today's devotion. Okay, over to you, Sister Makama, if there's any other thing you'd like to add. Thank you, Sister Elwani. No, I would just like us to share the benediction in Sunday, and I would like us to close. Thank you so much, everyone who handled this segment. Um, Please, let's omit our mic and share the benediction. Okay, so thank you for